You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is brought to you by our partners at Novant Health Orthopedics. Runners like you are always on the move. Twisted ankles and broken bones can't wait, and neither should you. Novon Health offers walk-in appointments and same-day care at select orthopedic clinics to help you get back on pace. Visit novonhealth.org slash ortho now to learn more. Now, here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. March is Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month, and the Get Your Rear in Gear run is designed to raise awareness and money for area colon cancer patients and screenings. Robert Strickland, who is a colon cancer survivor from right here in Charlotte, helps to organize the local event, which is not just about running, but also about making it easier for folks to talk about cancer that affects a pretty private part of the body, right? There you um, go. Robert, welcome to the show and the Running Around Charlotte podcast. How are you doing today? Great, great. Thanks for having me on, guys. Glad to be here. Yeah. So uh, for folks who don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself and the Get Your Rear event. Uh, what's coming up? Yeah. So my name is Robert Strickland, right? So local here to Charlotte. Um, I'm uh, originally from North Dakota, right? So people are like, man, how'd this guy get down here uh, in, the, in the Carolinas from North Dakota, right? Well, uh, snow will do crazy things to you yep. getting away from that cold. <laughs> of course. It got me down here, been in Charlotte area for about 18 years now, but um, was diagnosed with colon cancer in uh, 2019, right at the end of 2019. So as the world went through the great pandemic, I got to go through colon cancer at the same time. So that's uh, how I got involved wow. with uh, Get Your Rear in Gear. I uh, was led uh, to that organization through a group of survivors that uh, helped guide me through what I was going through. And, um, here we are today. Well, very good. So, um, that's how you got involved with the, the get your rear and gear. I assume it's a 5k, right? It's not in my show notes, yeah, but it's a, yeah. Yep. So the get your rear and gear is a 5k, uh, run walk that we have at first ward park in Charlotte. That's our kind of our home for the third year in a row. Now it will be up there in March on the 23rd to be exact. Uh, so it's a, it's something that, you know, we have people participate from a run walk perspective, or they just like to hang out in the park that day and get some information, walk around the different vendor booths that we have set up there just to uh, gain some education. Yeah, yeah man. And, and, and traverse the giant colon, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's funny you mentioned that, you know, so, so Judy, who you, you mentioned, uh, a survivor, a runner here in Charlotte. Uh, I, I threw this idea out to our board last year. Like, we, you know, we've got this giant inflatable colon that we've always had shipped in from Minneapolis where, you know, mm -hmm. our, the Colon Cancer Coalition is based out of that runs, that helps us run and organize these 5Ks. I said, like, why, you know, Charlotte is the biggest race we have around the country, right? Largest in the, really? largest in the United States for the Get Your Ear and Gear 5K. And I'm like, why don't we have one of these for Charlotte to be able to use on a year-round basis to be able to do not just raise money during race times but we need to educate people throughout the year so when i threw that idea out there a couple of weeks later judy called me like you know what i'll donate the thing i'll buy it right and this thing's not cheap they're <laughs> custom made for and to look like this giant inflatable colon yeah so we had that ordered and now we actually have one that lives well it's in my garage right now 
but uh, <laughs> hopefully he doesn't stay in there and comes out and we can do other community activities yeah. uh, throughout the year, uh, just not around race time. So, yeah. so what you're telling us in the audience is you have an inflatable colon yes. in your garage. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But don't do tell many people. I don't need to get stolen. That happened a couple of years ago where they had a stolen colon. It's a stolen oh, colon. Man, come on. You had to happen again. <laughs> and, and and for those who are, are keeping score on the home version, we are talking about uh, if you are any way, shape, or form involved in the running community and don't know Judy Caswell yet, then volunteer where, of the year. Exactly, where year. have you been? Because <laughs> you have not been in the running community if you don't know Judy. Judy B. Caswell always got a smile on her face. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's fantastic, man! And, I'm so blessed. Yeah. Sorry, so so blessed to know Judy, and you know. Having colon cancer is a terrible thing, but the community of people and support that I have gained through the journey I've been on has been remarkable and made so many friendships. Uh, you know, Judy being one of those, Philip Sanford, who you guys are very Absolutely. familiar with, sure. our former local event director. Now, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Philip is the uh, president of the Charlotte Run Club. Now, you, are yes. Yes, you are correct. Yes, you are correct. So uh, great relationships I've made with many people in the community uh, from having colon cancer. Yeah. So um, you said this one's the largest in the country. How, how many runners come out on race day f- for this? Event? Yeah. So last year we, we, you know, we topped out about 1300 this year. We're oh, anticipating wow. over 1500 uh, run walkers at our event. That's awesome. That's great, man. That's great. Now I, I fortunately, I guess, or maybe not, I don't know, don't know much about colon cancer. Survival rates are good. Yeah, survival rates are good when detected early, yeah. you know, but the, the the thing that we find is people ignore the common signs and symptoms, the blood in the stool, the, the not feeling uh, right in, in your gut. And, you know, they chalk it up to what people think is hemorrhoids and, you know, just you know, maybe what I had for dinner the night before. But when it's those signs and symptoms that pers- persist over a long period of time, they really need to get screened because when it is caught early, the survival rate goes up in the 90 percentile. But when we ignore those signs mm-hmm. and symptoms uh, for a long, prolonged period of time, and really that cancer that you have that you don't know about is uh, growing and uh, moving and progressing, the statistics of survival rate unfortunately drop. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and probably the same with any cancer. Um, I had a. I'm due for another colonoscopy. I had one ten years ago, and like it wasn't as bad as people painted to be you know it was like yeah you got to drink all that stuff in your you know you keep running to the bathroom to try to get it all cleaned (laughs) out Uh, but you go in and they they make you feel at home they you know they don't embarrass you or anything and you you know you it's basically they put you under and you're you kind of really don't know what's going on and you wake up and you you know you you get a ride back to the house and you have a sandwich. You, you have a sandwich. You're you off go. you go. So, um, but they, they do recommend uh, colonoscopy every 10 years. And at the time it was starting with your 50th birthday. Is that still what the recommendation is or has that changed some? Yeah, it's actually changed. So new guidance has come out, right, with the, with the occurrence of colon cancer uh, happening more frequently. They've actually lowered that now to the age of 45, wow. right? So you should be mm-hmm. at the age of 45 if you um, have no family history. And that's when you should have your probably your first routine colonoscopy. Now, if you have family history, um, you know, so my children are blessed. Now we've got family history. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. really 10 years earlier than what I was diagnosed is when my children or someone that has had 
uh, you know, colon cancer history in their family should then be getting uh, their first colonoscopy because of that family history. Yeah. And still, and every... got... go ahead. The preps got much better, you know, so you mentioned drinking all that fluid. Uh, those still exist out there too, but there's now a pill you could take too versus having to drink all that stuff to uh, to prep for that colonoscopy because uh, it can be a little daunting. I've had, as you can imagine, numerous colonoscopies <laughs> yeah. and it can be daunting drinking all that fluid, uh, but um, the the pill is another option now too. There you go. Awesome. And, and, and aside from, from all of that, and I'm not going to pretend like, you know, Anybody on this program is a doctor. We just play them on TV. But it's like, but that's the that's kind of the point of this event. It's not about you know qualifying for something or you know winning a ton of cash. It's really an opportunity to raise awareness and uh, for folks to be able to have a conversation about, like we said at the beginning here, cancer that is you know in a more private area then say oh a skin cancer or a lung cancer or something like that it's like oh my gosh this is a little bit different and this makes it a lot easier for folks to have a conversation about it right yeah you know i think the two toughest cancers to talk about you know are breast cancer and colorectal cancer right the two very private areas of i mean we're bathing suits for a reason right two areas (laughs) that we cover up right Right. and our our lungs are always there within yeah so you know a, a very you know People don't like to talk about it, right? So it's, you know, they can associate with being gross or just those private areas. And it is a space that we, you know, we, we do have different vendor booths set up there where the people can gain information mm-hmm. and become educated about colorectal cancer. And, and really it's, you're right, it's not, we're not qualifying for the New York Marathon here, right? But yeah. it's really that, that space to gain awareness uh, because there are people that have come to the race event in the past and picked up information. Maybe they themselves weren't having an issue, but maybe a loved one at home was having signs and symptoms. So they took that information and they gained at that race day event and took it home to their loved one where, you know, when you got screened and maybe detected something earlier and, you know, hopefully it was just polyps, but the education is so key in all cancers and especially what we're finding with colorectal cancer is because it's showing up in younger people. You know, we you know, talk about the age being 50 and mm-hmm. now it's 45, but we're seeing cases in people that I, I've heard of one recently with 18 year old, Right. Wow, so that's man, that's on. extremely and and they don't know why. Right. So the research is so important um, and the funds that we raise at the local event stay local. That's another really cool part about what we do, uh, you know, with our partnership with mm-hmm. the Colon Cancer Coalition and Get Your Ear and Gear, that that funding all stays local. Oh, man, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know. And what, what exactly does that uh, does that fund anyway? Yeah. So, you know, just to kind of speak to the numbers for a second. So over the, you know, this is our 15th year of Get Your Rear and Gear Charlotte, right? Yeah. So this is kind of a big anniversary for us. Um, over those last 15 years, over $1.2 million has been granted back to the Charlotte community, um, you know, in local support, right? Mm-hmm. And that, so that support's kind of broken down into, you know, like, um, screenings, advocacy and awareness, and then patient support. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we look at the different, um, you know, the, the post-cancer support that patients get as well, because there's a lot of different life changes that go on post-cancer that you just, you know, it, it kind of blows your mind as your lifestyle change post-event that we need to support those people with as well. Mm-hmm. Now, let me kick it back to your story. Uh, and uh, first, let me ask you this, cancer-free, right? Absolutely. Yep, awesome. Thankfully. Exactly. Knock on wood. Right. So that's, so that's beautiful. Uh, how did you come about uh, the knowledge that, holy cow, I should probably get something looked at. And what was that story like? 
Yeah. So funny enough, uh, you know, five years prior to actually being diagnosed, I had had some um, bleeding in my or blood in my stool and gone and had a colonoscopy, you know, clean as a whistle, found nothing. Five years later, nearly to the date, after having, again, um, blood in my stool. And then additionally that, you know, because normally with like hemorrhoids, bright, bright red blood in your stool is that's typically a sign of hemorrhoids. Mm-hmm. However, when that bright red blood is a darker color it means it's been in the body a little bit longer um so when i saw the signs of those happening and not feeling just correct in my gut all the time i'm like man my wife was on my case about getting the doctor (laughs) i was stupid honestly and waited six months and then went and got my appointment and you know yeah that's when oh yep you've got blood that we can't even you know we're not seeing in your stool even uh, through a, a, a a test that the doctor did at my regular uh physician and they sent me for that colonoscopy, and that's when they discovered uh, my tumor that I had. Mm, man. And then what happened after that? So, uh, you know, after being diagnosed, um, having that tumor, um, I was actually headed off to Mexico on a vacation, right? So I had to kind of decompress from that, got yeah. back, and it was time to start, um, you know, 28-plus uh, rounds of radiation with a chemotherapy pill, uh, followed by a surgery uh, to remove the tumor. And I had an, an ostomy for six months. Uh, you know, so the, the bag that uh, yeah, we yeah, all yeah. That mm-hmm. I, I had to wear, uh, then a reversal surgery, and then getting used to using and going to the bathroom like a normal person again, which is a whole different thing to deal with when you think of your system being shut down for six months and then yes. having to restart that system to figure out how to do that again when you don't have the muscle control you had before. Like, you know, and I'm not ashamed to say it, like wearing depends is a real thing. And, and unfortunately, sometimes, uh, even to today, like sometimes you just got to you got to put them on. Right. Uh, but that's something that as a survivor, you, you go through that we don't really think about at the time when we first have that surgery, get the diagnosis. But it's something that from an awareness piece that yeah. um, I really pay attention now when I go places to the quality of the bathrooms and how restaurants and grocery stores take care of their facilities, because I'm one of the guys that you'll probably see in that bathroom, right? And it's not because I chose this path, but it's the path I'm on. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, but at the end of the day, you know, if more people can find out earlier, then they can tell a survivor story, right? Absolutely. I was on a call last night, matter of fact, um, you know, through the Novant Health uh, uh, Buddy Kemp Center. There's Mm -hmm. a survivors group that meets on Monday, the first Monday of every month. And the last two that I've been on, there's been someone that's new that's been diagnosed that, you know, is is on there for their first time and where there is a support group to be able to talk to them about what we went through because they're getting ready to start their journey. Um, some of us, you know, on that group are still going through ours and a little bit further in that journey. Mm-hmm. Some of us are, you know, there was a lady on there last night that was 20 years removed, uh, but they still, that connection is so strong that we make and we want to have that passion for you know, helping others that are just starting that journey. Yeah, man. And that's, that's the, that's the, that's the point of the whole thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, and that's, you know, why I'm here with you guys today, because my passion for the subject matter and the, the caring for those that are, are starting that journey is, yeah. is, is so deep and rooted in me now that, uh, it's a, it's a big part of my life. Yeah. And, and what do you do like on a regular day? What, what, what is your job? And how did you say, you know what? Yeah, I know this is my life. And yeah, this is something I'm passionate about helping other people. And I'm going to make time to be the race director of this thing too. So. Yeah. So um, 
I have been a soccer referee for 25 years, right? So a lot of uh, high school, college soccer in the air in up in uh, Minnesota and North Dakota, North Carolina. I've done a lot of high school and college soccer matches up until being diagnosed. I'm a soccer referee, but from a work standpoint, I actually work for Cintas First Aid and Safety. So I do CPR and OSHA training uh, on a, a regular basis is what the people that report to me do for our customers. Uh, so we talk about, you know, the, the Demar Hamlin incident that happened. Uh, CPR training is um, very passionate to me as well. I actually got to do an event with the Carolina Panthers and Demar Hamlin was there back in April um, when we trained up a bunch of the Tepper Sports and Carolina Panthers, Charlotte FC people. Nice. So yeah, uh, I do a lot of different stuff. You don't want to even know that I'm the president of my HOA as well. So uh, <laughs> my, wife, my wife wants me to just take a break from it all and I like, stop doing something so you can focus on one thing, but yeah. that's just not me. Oh, yeah, that's good. It's good that you keep busy. Now, do you, do you run yourself? You know what? I don't run. I've, 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 I, I try to get ready for soccer season, but I've never been one of those people that I can go out there and do three, four miles in a high school soccer match. No problem. Don't need to train at all. And I don't know how I do it, but my body just goes, but I'm not a runner. I'm not, I'm not the Philip and the Judy that are out there doing the 12, 13 miles a day. When I hear that, I'm just like, Oh boy. I probably need to do that. Right. Cause yeah. I could use stand to lose like 10, 20 pounds, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm working towards it. Got to get there. So you'll, <laughs> you'll fire the start gun and be there to congratulate him at the finish line, but that's it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm uh, going to be joining Philip. I'm going to bring, bring in the giant colon to triple C brewing. And then uh, the trolley is it the trolley bar over there in Afferton mills. I yeah. believe it is Yeah. Uh, yeah. coming up here. So the giant colon will be there. I'll be there at the finish line for when you guys get back, handing out the beers and doing those things for you guys. So that tell, are tell us running. about those two events <laughs> the, that you just mentioned. Yeah. So, um, and you're going to, you're going to, you're going to kill me though. Cause I don't remember the dates. Of, I think, um, let me look at my phone here real quick and I apologize. Uh, the Fine. dates of the, uh, trolley bar are, wow. Um, the 26th is the trolley bar of February. And then I believe the triple C one is on the 22nd. Um, we're going to have the giant colon there. Those at those two events to be able to talk about, colon cancer and uh they'll get you rear and gear 5k and people can sign up there they absolutely can there'll be a discount code code available also uh at those two run club events to be able to join us on march 23rd at the get you rear and gear event yeah march 23rd first ward where do people go to get more information on that event yeah so they can go to the colon cancer coalition um website uh there you can click on events and go to our local charlotte uh, race. Uh, we actually have some other really cool events that we do too, kind of leading up to that. So we have a great partnership we've had for the last three years with the Charlotte Checkers Hockey Club, where they do a stick it to cancer game. Uh, so That's in partnership right, yeah. with them, uh, for every ticket that we sell, they donate $5 back to uh, the Colon Cancer Coalition and the, the local Charlotte uh, race. So that's something really cool that we've done with the checkers. Uh, that game is coming up on February 18th at 4 p.m. It's a Sunday afternoon, so a great event to be able to. And the colon, of course, will be there as well. <laughs> and then a new event that we're doing this year on February 23rd is a Glow Your Rearing Gear. Yep, I said Glow Your Rearing Gear <laughs> yoga event at Victory Lane Karting. Uh, so we've got a local yoga instructor. Uh, nice. That's a friend of a survivors with our Blue Divas group. 
So those ladies have created a Glow Your Rear and Gear yoga event that's going to be kind of in an upbeat glow space. So I'm really looking forward to that event new this year on February 23rd. That is a busy slate of events. Yeah. Wait yeah. Up. February Wait gets busy. Right yeah. on, man. And the big, and the Get Your Rear and Gear 5K here in Charlotte, the biggest one in the country is on March 23rd. Absolutely. At uh, First World Park at 8 a.m. Okay. Perfect, be there. And they go to, again, give me give us the website to register. Yep. So it's uh, the Colon Cancer Coalition dot com and then you can go to the charlotte page there and click on the events okay. or to get your or if you just google get your exactly rear, you google it <laughs> there you go easy <laughs> enough exactly google it yep. you can find All it right. there we'll put it in the show notes too so you'll be able to find it real easy so rock and roll man perfect robert brother we appreciate you taking the time thank you and so much congratulations again on your own personal survivor story uh, we're thrilled that you were able to be here and take the time with us to talk about the the new event or the uh, 15th anniversary, should I say, of this event. Yes, thank you guys very much. And I uh, look forward to seeing all the runners out there on March 23rd and at our other events coming up. Right thank on. you, Robert. Thanks, Thanks guys. See you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week anywhere you listen to podcasts.